0: the mortgage cliff coming, coming, coming is it gone? (laughs) stay tuned, we're going to talk about it now Good morning, Mr. Michael Siljuk. How are you?
1: Good morning, Mark. Good. How are you going?
0: Good, bud. This is a conversation we had to have because uh, the media was looming with Mortgage Cliff for a year.
1: Yes, for a whole it months.
0: Was, it was in the media almost every day or every second day. Now mm. we don't hear about it. And we thought, you know what, this is a conversation we're going to have. I'm not going to suggest... It didn't. Ha- it's not happening or it didn't happen. But I am going to suggest that what we've seen is much more mild than what was in the media, what the media was saying was going to happen. What do you reckon?
1: I, yeah, I agree. I think the nature in which it was presented was a bit of a doomsday in terms of it was going to hit a point where the majority of mortgage holders, anyone that had bought a property in the past couple of years was guaranteed that they had to fire, fire sale their property and they had to move on. Um, And I think to a certain extent, 100%, there's been mortgage stress out there. People have struggled more. 100%, yeah. So it's not that that hasn't happened, but the nature in which the media portrayed this mass exodus of people moving out of property, I think that's where, obviously, it was completely different to what a lot of people expected because people transitioned in ways that the media didn't portray.
0: So it was just – so what we've seen – out there on the street. So we're dealing with banks, with incoming banks, outgoing banks. We're dealing with purchases. We're dealing with sellers. We're dealing with landlords. We're dealing with tenants. There's no doubt that the economy is a harder economy than what it was 18 months ago. Yeah. The clear writing on the wall was boys and girls. Uh, there was 12, 12 sets of rate rises um, and just quietly, I reckon we're going to get another one mm. uh, by the end. I think they're going to spank us before Christmas to behave through Christmas. Putting that yep. aside, uh, there was a lot of people on fixed mor- mortgages. So those people who are on fixed mortgages, um, a lot of them timed out. Um, a lot of them were basically, uh, a lot of them were told that the they had two years to go, three years to go, 18 months to go, whatever, and the majority of them have timed out last quarter. That was the biggest rate of people converting from uh, the good old uh, fixed rate to a variable. And then what we've seen in the market, we've lost Michael, will come back, um, what we've seen then in the market as, as a result is a lot of steadiness. Um,
1: Sorry, Mark, I a technical difficulty. <laughs>
0: that's right, Matt. Have you seen, um, what have you been, have you had people saying to you, should I got to sell my property due to my, I got to dump my property due to my fixed rates? So what are you seeing when you're talking to buyers and sellers out there? Yeah,
1: it's it's very true. So what I'm seeing is most of the time when people are selling a property, yes, they'll have a reason why they're selling it. And look, they may sometimes be upfront with the agent, sometimes they're not as upfront um, and that's their personal situation with it. But, the truth of the matter is less people have been selling the past, let's say six months than the six months before, as in there's been substantially low stock in the market. And for whatever reason that might be, um, the factors behind it. And because of that low stock is what's kept property prices buoyant. People thought that when interest rates went up, more people would have to sell than people out there looking to buy. And the bottom line is there is enough demand out there, regardless of whether people have to sell or not. There is enough demand out there to eat up all the supply that's in the marketplace. And that's why we're seeing the property prices stay very, very buoyant. Um, And which is counterintuitive. People are thinking, well, that doesn't make sense. My mortgage rates have almost tripled for most people. Where are all these people getting this money to go buy? Um, And I think that's a golden question where people just it didn't make sense to it. But on the ground, people are out there buying properties for one reason or another,
0: where they're getting the money from that they're out there buying. The biggest data company in Australia for properties, RP Data. Hmm. The biggest bank in Australia. The chief economist um, is uh, I interviewed almost a year ago, ten months to a year ago. Um, I sat down with the head of the RP Data data, uh, Tim Lawless, and I sat down with the C, with CBA chief economist and I asked them this specific uh, question. And the hmm. specific answer um, that I got that I thought was interesting from the C, from the RP data guy was, what are delinquencies doing? Mortgage delinquencies.
1: The other yes. question I
0: asked um, the CBA guy, uh, I wish I remembered his name, lovely guy, and uh, the other question I asked him was, why are, we, why are the, the delinquencies quite low? And he did say this. Historically, Aussies are very, very resilient. They're very resilient yeah. to uh, mortgage stress. They will cut uh, whatever they have to cut, something else, before it gets to a roof over their head. So we've proven to be very, very uh tenacious very resilient as yeah. and this it has been the perfect example and again i'm not suggesting there's not pressure or stress or heartache no, exactly. and, and, and and you know yeah you know we're we're, we're all we're, it's tougher for all of us but i am suggesting that we are a touch tough bars bunch, bunch and the delinquencies are, are much lower than anyone anticipated in the media
1: this is true. And this is the thing as well. I know the media portrayed it and everyone wanted, was well, not everyone, but a lot of people were expecting this mortgage rate cliff and all this uh, pain that was going to be out there. It's not something that you actually want. I know people in an opportunistic sense were waiting for the market to drop so they could jump in and, and make money or get into the property market and so forth. But the yeah. widespread, I guess, what would happen from it if there were all these distress sales out there, these would be people that you know, you, you, your parents, your colleagues, your friends, your family. It, there would be a lot more pain than what there is now in terms of if people are having to actually move from their family home as a mass on a mass scale. Um, and so I think it's a really great thing that it hasn't happened. Um, yes, times are tougher. Yes, it hurts. But it's better than the majority of the population going, oh, my goodness, where are we going to live?
0: I can't tell you the thing that grinds me the most, um, and I love this this principle. Um, you never want to make money out of someone's loss. Um, yeah. And that's why, like, when I get a call from someone saying, I'm not going to buy now, I'm going to buy when the fix, when everyone comes off the fixed rates, and I'm going to buy just a distressed sale, that yeah. really, that's always really grinded me. Uh, yeah, or be like Tiger Airways when you're when you're not there early enough. You're there early, but not early enough. They ping you and make you get on another plane, a full ticket. I don't like yeah. making money from people's loss, so I'm really glad that we're not um, we're not seeing that in the marketplace. That um, the delinquencies in mortgages. I'm really glad that people are sustaining. We may be calling it too early um so Maybe. Uh, I, might, I, I may still reserve that judgment but certainly there's a lot of stuff to drop on the floor before the mortgage over your head um mm. and i think people are, are you know starting to get rid of those things that are non-essential and, and yes. the essential thing is to pay those that that mortgage so they seem to be pretty good
1: yeah and look the positive thing is so far people being resilient to it, and that's what you want when you're buying the sydney property market or specifically for us the northern beaches property market regardless of whether you're an investor or owner or occupier it's a lot of money you're putting into it it's a lot of debt that you're taking on you want to put it into something that's considered blue chip that isn't going to suddenly drop overnight and half in its value you want to have something that's going to be insulated so i think it's a really comforting sign for anyone out there looking to buy property around the northern beaches great news is historically long term it always goes up and short term as well, we seem to fare the um, the storms quite well.
0: Yep, and you know what? The haters are always going to hate.
1: Mm. It's true, but to not there's to, always, and like there's, it, always <laughs>
0: that, there's always going to be people mugging. Oh, in the top of the market, in the bottom of the market, there's always those people that are going. There's always
1: in. a reason not to buy. There's always a reason not to always. buy.
0: <laughs> always. But you know what? You just do what you're comfortable with, and you and you just get into it, and um, and don't go silly and You'll always be okay buying a roof out of your head.
1: Exactly. I reckon right, we do this again in six months' time and see how it all plays out again.
0: <laughs> can you believe it? Yeah. And 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 what I'm what I'm really interested in. There were so many stories about the cliff, the threat of the cliff, and the lack of stories about the uh, the reality of the cliff today. Um i i think it's essential that, and i'm glad we did this because it's yeah it's a good marker
1: and do you want to know a hidden secret say it again do you not do you want to know a hidden secret what most people a lot of people that we've sold for over the past 12 24 months since all this has started happening a lot of people have made transitions early on this mortgage cliff that was meant to hit it wasn't a cliff it was people slowly transitioning, making life choices earlier on. And there was a lot of people that I know were selling. They may not have told us so, but selling because of the mortgage rates that wanted to adjust their lifestyle. And it wasn't in a distressed manner. It was an educated decision. Let's make that move. And then people have been doing it for the past 24 months. And that demand has been there to eat it all up as well. So I think that transition just came, but it was hidden. It wasn't in a way that people thought it was just going to be in your face all in one go. It's true. it's true. That's my guess. And do, you know what,
0: do you want to know a secret? Yes. My car stinks. Oh, no. Oh. What happened? I, I bought kimchi. Kimchi? Kimchi. Kimchi. You know what that is?
1: I've heard the name. I don't know what it is.
0: I think it's like a Korean cabbage thing that you sort of eat with meat. Sort of, it's sort of like a sauce. Is it like fermented?
1: Salad. Yeah. It's cabbage. Oh, no.
0: And it's awful. Anyway, that's a show. <laughs> gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm making you. I'm making you spell it when I get to the office. But that's a show. That's the mortgage cliff, Michael. Thank you for coming on. This may be, uh, I think, your second last or last show.
1: Second last.
0: Oh, I'm gonna make the last one special. We will. All right. Take care. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, guys. See you, mate. Thanks. Bye. Bye.